Is there something wrong? Warning. Life support failure on all decks. Abandon ship. Maybe it is time to take command. Bridge to Captain. Join Jan Shaw updating current events as only Jan can. Library computer. Data being received. Produced by CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. You can find me at the successalchemist.net on Facebook and YouTube. Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist on Twitter at Coach Jan Shaw, on True Social Success Alchemist and on Telegram, US UK Patriot. Today is the 15th of July, 2023. And the title of today's show is Mass Exposure of the Dark Side. The White Hats are winning. Nothing can stop what is coming. So apologies, first of all, for not being with you the last two weeks. I've been on the move again in the UK, still in transit, I'm afraid. I'm now settled for three weeks in an Airbnb in Rugby in Warwickshire. So hopefully I'll be able to do the next couple of weeks at least before I figure out where I'm going to go from there. So um, again, I'm happy to be back again this week anyway in a, an environment that is conducive to doing this radio show. So I've been keeping an eye on things going on across the world, even though I haven't been uh, recording anything for you. So I'm going to catch up with the latest news by starting with Ben Fulford again and his weekly report, which was published on Monday, because he really covers the whole global uh, program of what's going on. And I'm also going to cover some other kind of high level views of what's going on, which give us a positive spin that, you know, although we're seeing a lot of dark stuff going on, uh, this is an indication that we're actually winning, that the exposure is coming out big time and that these dark forces, uh, human or otherwise, are really showing their true nature and their true agenda. So that in itself is waking up a lot more people as we go along. So as I say, I'm going to start with Ben Fulford. Octagon leaders told to buzz off after failed beg threat mission to China. The leaders of the Khazarian Mafia, the notorious Swiss-based Octagon group, that's a new one on me, I haven't heard of that one before, tried to both threaten and beg China for money last week and were told to buzz off, Asian secret society sources say. The scene was in Tianjin, China, where Octagon leaders like Klaus Schwab, Rothschild, Swiss President Alain Berset, and their flunkies gathered for their summer Davos. Schwab attempted to butter up China by saying, we must recognize China as the best superpower in the world. Then, in a moment of brown nosing to China that will go down in the history books, US fake Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen bowed repeatedly to Chinese Vice Premier He Lefeng. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, but anyway. 
Notice that He Li Feng did not bow back. This is not the same as U.S. officials bowing to Japanese officials because the Japanese also bow, symbolizing equality and mutual respect, not subservience and humility. The Chinese must have felt glee as they recalled how the first opium war started after the first British ambassador to China, Lord George McCartney, refused to kowtow before the Chinese emperor in 1792. By the way, Queen Elizabeth II, before being killed, interesting remark, did apologize to the Chinese for the opium wars, but still refused to bow before China. The background for all of this is that the BRICS nations have economically completely overtaken the Octagon Group-controlled G7. In any case, the Chinese were not fooled by the groveling of the Octagon Group servants. They recall how, after the mass murder attack against Fukushima, Japan, on March 11, 2011, Japanese slave Prime Minister Shinzo Abe told the Davos meeting of January 2014 that China was like Germany before World War I. The German Empire was broken up after that war and Germany was divided into small countries. The message was that China was going to be attacked by Russia, Japan, NATO, etc. and divided into five squabbling states. The plan was to make sure China never again posed a threat to the Khazarian Mafia. Of course, the Chinese don't trust people who suck up to them after failing to kill them. After being rebuffed by China, Schwab went to Japan to meet slave Prime Minister Fumio Kishida. Japanese Yatagarasu secret society sources say Schwab also left Japan empty-handed. So having failed to break up China and having failed to suck up to China, the KM began to make vile threats of mass murder. Klaus Schwab Rothschild told the audience in China, our generation has reached a turning point confronted by truly existential problems. Climate change, exploitation of nature, nuclear possible incidents or even worse, extreme poverty and viruses. They can all lead to the extinction of large parts of our global population. KM engineered climate change, forest fires in Canada. Octagon member Bursay followed up by saying the post-war order is currently experiencing its greatest crisis. After saying solidarity with the Ukraine is essential, he also cited climate change, pandemic, war, migration and proliferation as challenges and noted around 350 million people in 82 countries are in acute danger of hunger. That is 200 million more than when the pandemic and the war started. He also noted before the war, 90% of grain to poor countries in Africa came from Russia and Ukraine. This is a lie, by the way, because Russia found ways to keep sending its grain to countries in need. So the leaders of the rules-based world order are saying they will kill us all with weather warfare, climate change, bioweapons, pandemic, war, illegal immigration of military-age men, migration, and engineered starvation unless we submit. 
These threats came after KM leaders failed in a multifaceted attempt to get protection from upcoming war crimes tribunals in the West. The first sign of this secret mission was a trip by Bill Gates to China on June 16th, where he offered his bioweapons and computer secrets in exchange for protection. The Chinese know he is a mass murderer and took his gifts while politely declining to offer legal protection. When Gates failed, the next thing we saw was Bill Clinton, Rockefeller and Alex Soros visiting the fake Pope Francis to seek protection. If you recall, Tony Blair and George Bush Jr. visited Pope Maledict XVI after the Iraqi war in a similar bid to get protection from war crimes prosecution. In that case, Blair was given witness protection after singing like a canary, while Bush was executed. This time, however, they were supplicating to a fake who replaced Pope Francis after he was murdered in 2020. As an aside, it's interesting to have Ben Fulford um, actually talking about these uh, either executions or murders of these prominent people. We've kind of heard about it, but it's interesting to get it confirmed from different sources. We asked the P3 Freemasons to explain who was giving orders to the fake Pope. They told us it was Jean-Baptiste de Fransou, the head of the Vatican Bank. If you follow his career before becoming head of the Vatican Bank, the trail will lead to a company called Invesco, and from there to Wilbur Ross Child, and from there to the Octagon Group in Switzerland. That hijacking of the papacy by Octagon Satanists is why Archbishop Carlo Vigano is setting up a new entity to protect true Christians inside the Catholic Church who are being persecuted by the fake Pope. In any case, by going to a fake Pope, Clinton Rockefeller and Alex Soros were in fact asking the Rothschilds for protection. The problem is the Rothschilds themselves are in no position to save them. That is why they, in turn, went to the Chinese and were rebuffed. This means they have nowhere left to hide on this planet. Of course, a lot of us are impatient for war crimes tribunals to begin and want to know why they have not started already. The answer we got, both from British MI6 and the Russian FSB, was something known as power transition theory. They explained that it was better to wait for a wounded lion to die than to attack it when it can still hurt you. The current Western power structure is imploding and it is better to wait for the implosion before building a replacement can begin, they argue. For sure, even the Federal Reserve Board is now admitting, in a huge understatement, that back-of-the-envelope calculations indicate the recent rake hikes will have large effects on investment and employment. Anyone with a calculator can figure out going from 0 to 5% interest will destroy the financial system over time. Nonetheless, waiting for the system to implode is not very satisfying because we are seeing so many efforts by the KM to buy time by promising all sorts of good things in 2025. At the same time, we see them still pushing New Age nonsense about some sort of photon belt or ascension to the fifth dimension that will eliminate 90% of the population. Then the survivors 
will get med beds and magic machines that will make anything, etc. In other words, please wait until we can kill you. I have to say, um, he has been very critical of this. I know that we have differing views, many of us, on whether med beds are possible and um, replicator machines, which, you know, in terms of quantum physics, there is no reason why they can't be created. And look at what Tesla and other scientists created who were scraped from the history records and basically taken out by the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and so on. So I'm not endorsing that view at all here. Continuing on, they are also in the midst of a last-minute power grab. The World Economic Forum, WEF, is calling on governments around the globe to eliminate physical cash and roll out digital money. An MI6 source promises that it will require a court order for any government to interfere in a digital currency transaction. However, as we saw with truckers in Canada having their bank accounts frozen, because they didn't want mandatory vaccines, we do not trust them. Polish intelligence warns the EU is now taking the final steps towards a digital identity for every citizen that will be stored in an app on their smartphones. Soon it will be no vaccine, no groceries. Some banks in New Zealand and Australia have begun to not hold any physical cash. These psychopaths want to get rid of cash, so people are forced to go digital. You can be sure they will try something similar in Canada soon. The criminal Christia Freeland introduces grocery saving rebates the same week as the second carbon tax implementation. The other power grab is by the WHO, which is still pushing for the right to grab global totalitarian power for any emergency, in quotes, they decide. The WHO is an unelected, diplomatically immune tax-exempt group the richest men in the world control 84% of the money that goes to the WHO, MP Andrew Bridgeton told the EU Parliament before urging governments around the world to resist this power grab. Of course, Andrew Bridgeton was thrown out of the Conservative Party in the UK for challenging the narrative that these COVID-19 vaccines are safe. He's now a member of the Reclaim Party, which I don't really know much about. And I think he'd make a great candidate for prime minister, personally. We're getting what we deserve now. This is back to the article. We were a flock of sheep thinking we could ignore politics, not study law, live for our own pleasure. A Russian FSB source agrees. Resistance is happening now, though, as countries like Russia, the UK and the US have begun defunding the WHO. The US House of Representatives Committee on Appropriations, for example, has recommended cutting funding for the WHO and terminating its involvement with the WEF. And if you remember, Trump did this right at the beginning of his presidency. He actually withdrew the US from the WHO. And I think it was it must have been Biden that got us back in there as soon as he was installed in office. With the failure of the WHO power grab, now the UN itself is asking for emergency powers that would allow it to lead a common agenda for all nations during any complex global shocks, such as a new pandemic. Of course, they themselves would be the source of these shocks, 
and he refers to a video of military-age male refugees, in quotes, arriving wearing very nice clothes and given thousands in free cash. They're not your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, as we are led to believe. Funded by your treasonous US government, they are heading to your neighbourhoods to murder, rape, pillage and replace you. And incidentally, he doesn't mention it here, but the UK is putting these migrants who are crossing the channel in dinghies and so on, helped by the RNLI, the Royal National Lifeboat Institute, uh, putting them in RAF, ex-RAF camps which are next to villages, and the villages are absolutely up in arms about this, and quite rightly too. As again, they are military-aged, fighting-aged single men. That is why we strongly encourage anybody and everybody who has it in their power to make sure the KM are not given until 2025, but are removed now. There are plenty of signs the resistance is close to victory, the Hunter Biden story is a case in point. You can see him zooted as hell on the White House balcony on July 4th. This same guy has ownership of biolabs in Ukraine that studied bat coronaviruses before the pandemic. So it's interesting to hear cocaine was discovered in the White House around the same time Hunter was there. The fact the Secret Service could not cover this up and it appeared in the corporate media is a sign of the resistance at work. And it shows uh, a truth from Donald Trump. Does anybody really believe that the cocaine found in the West Wing of the White House, very close to the Oval Office, is for the use of anyone other than Hunter and Joe Biden? But watch, the fake news media will soon start saying that the amount found was very small and it wasn't really cocaine, but rather common ground up aspirin and the story will vanish. Has deranged Jack Smith, the crazy Trump-hating special prosecutor, been seen in the area of the cocaine? He looks like a crackhead to me. And a follow-up to this, more recent than his report, is that they changed the story about four times about where this cocaine was found, which is bizarre in itself. And now the Secret Service is saying, well, we can't find out who it is. So, you know, we're unable to prosecute anybody. Well, you know, it's cover up time, folks, yet again. For another sign, watch illegal Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs being confronted at the gym about the stolen election that put her into power. And this was a short video with I think it was Jim Hoft of the Gateway Pundit following Katie Hobbs out of her gym and asking about the uh, questionable signatures on the mail-in ballots and also about the voting machines. And her response was, give it a fucking break, as she fled from the gym um, with Jim Hoft following behind her. <laughs> Citizen journalists, do not let these people in public without being confronted by the truth. Another truth the elite are being confronted with is mass murder, organ theft and pedophilia. For example, at the link below, you can see an organ theft operation, presumably by the KM in Ukraine. In it, you can see multiple bodies of people who have had their organs removed. As the person who sent it notes... 
you can see from the partially coagulated blood that this is not a fake. Also, many jaws are open, feet are already turned blue. This is all real. Warning, this is extremely graphic and I just cannot watch these things, so I haven't watched the video itself. Also, it was brought to my attention that in the 1978 French pornographic movie Sex Roulette, there is a scene where a pregnant woman is tied up and her nearly mature fetus is cut out. It is presented as a dream, but it looks like a realistic depiction of adrenochrome being harvested. This is not a rare occurrence. Currently in the US alone, at least 85,000 children are believed to be missing. The US government has become the middleman in a large-scale multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation run by bad actors seeking to profit off the lives of children. In a sign of mass resistance, Angel Studios' Sound of Freedom movie about rescuing children from human traffickers took the top spot at the US box office on July 4th when the film finally hit theatres across the nation. Did you know that Disney blocked the release of this movie for five years and attempted to block it permanently? Ask yourselves why. The lead actor in the movie, Jim Caviezel, is now blowing the whistle on many things. For example, he says the scamdemic allowed the KM cabal to collect people's DNA, which they can use to make more bioweapons. These criminals are being hunted down. In Hungary, an Antifa activist committed suicide after police raided his house and found 70,000 graphic pedophilia recordings, with many of them depicting the torture and rape of small children. The case, which is connected to the German Antifa scene, has spooked Hungary with police discovering signs of a strange ritual close to where the man hung himself. The police are uncovering the network behind this. In the US, meanwhile, Marie Lawton, born Barry Charles Lawton Jr., the nation's first elected transgender state official, was arrested on child pornography charges. Lawton is now testifying about the network that provided him with the material. We also note that Johnny Depp was seen wearing a medical boot. Is this a GPS tracker? Last week also saw the fall of a KM leader as Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte resigned, citing irreconcilable differences within his four-party coalition over migration policy. His resignation came after Indonesia decided to ban mineral exports, effectively bankrupting Holland. Indonesia made this decision after the BRICS alliance promised to protect it from Dutch threats to use earthquake weapons unless it handed over its mineral wealth. Of course, Octagon Group entities like the IMF and WTO protested. That's the International Monetary Fund and the World Trade Organization. In France, meanwhile, riots and mayhem stopped after fake President Emmanuel Macron suddenly agreed that France did not want to leave NATO after all. He also called for new international taxation on top of current taxes to fund climate efforts. This confirms the Muslim riots were a NATO octagon fascist Operation Gladio. And it's got a tweet from Kim.com. France is on fire. Armed criminals roam the streets. Malls and shops are being looted. Tourism is gone. 
The city of love is now the city of hate. You and your policies have failed at Emmanuel Macron. Time to resign. France needs a new leader. WEF puppets are failing everywhere. Nonetheless, NATO itself is likely to fall soon. They are now openly admitting they are war criminals. That came as the US hypocritically admitted they were sending illegal cluster bombs to Ukraine. He also refers to a video in which fake White House spokestrans Jen Psaki Rockefeller condemns cluster bombs as a war crime. Next, you can see U.S. House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby de facto admit the U.S. has committed war crimes during the Ukraine conflict by saying civilians would die from the U.S. cluster munitions. While the West is beginning to deal with its own criminals, the rest of the world is also fighting for freedom. And he has a list of 29 countries, including Argentina, Bangladesh, Belgium, Brazil, uh, France, Germany, Kazakhstan, Pakistan, Russia, South Africa, Spain, and United Kingdom, of course, and the United States, and Uruguay, Venezuela. That's not all of them that I mentioned. I just picked, up, picked out a few there. Source the global protest tracker. In another sign of KM isolation, the 33-member community of Latin America and Caribbean states, CELAC, has purged every reference to Ukraine from a joint declaration proposed by the EU. In view of this situation, NATO representatives had discussions with a White Dragon Society representative last week. They explained NATO was an arms-dealing organisation that they needed wars and explosions in order to stay in business. The WDS recommended they try something like the jousts and tournaments that were staged to keep medieval knights employed during times of peace. NATO said they will discuss this proposal at their meeting this week. Don't hold your breath. Finally this week, we've decided to stop posting the latest UFO videos. Our view is that enough is enough. We want to actually ride flying sources ourselves and not just look at videos of them. However, we warn Operation Bluebeam is real. Countless trillions of dollars have been spent preparing for a fake alien invasion that could involve lots of real death. Maybe this is why the KM are trying to buy time until 2025. Let us not give them that time. So that's a catch up on what Ben Fulford is seeing happening around the world. I now want to share with you several extracts from the latest Great Awakening report, which you can find at greatawakeningreport.com. Bear in mind, you have to be a paid subscriber to see all of this. So um, and I'm not suggesting that you subscribe to their paid content, which is why I'm sharing it with you today. It's not the full report. As I say, I've just picked out what I think you'd find most interesting at this point. Having said that, uh, the Ben Fulford report is also a paid report. You can see the first sections of the report, but you have to be a paid subscriber to access all of it. But I'm sharing it with you just so you know what's going on in the world. So this is headed breaking intelligence news Friday, July 14th. So right up to date. And 
The title of the first section is Biden's impeachment looms as Congress unleashes a storm of revelations. And actually, this was from a Ben Fulford report. The clock is ticking and the removal of Joe Biden from power has begun. Congress is gearing up to announce the dates for his impeachment, marking a pivotal moment in American history. But that's not all. House Speaker McCarthy drops a bombshell hinting at the potential impeachment of Attorney General Merrick Garland for mishandling the Hunter Biden investigation. These strategic moves are poised to shake the very foundations of the mainstream media. Finally, the impeachment hearings will force their reluctant hand, compelling them to report on the crimes and misdemeanors linked to Biden's impeachment. Prepare for a seismic awakening as millions of Democrat voters are red-pilled, confronted with the shocking revelations surrounding their beloved president and the notorious Hunter Biden laptop. CNN, a prominent player in this unfolding drama, will lead the charge in broadcasting the impeachment proceedings. Could this be a sign of their gradual transformation as they slowly flip their narratives and challenge the established order? And behind the scenes, whispers echo of a monumental interview where Trump returns to CNN, leaving the MSM, CIA and FBI in a frenzy. CNN holds the key to unveiling information that has long been suppressed. And now, in an unprecedented turn of events, Congress uncovers a treacherous web of deceit surrounding the fake alien invasion. Classified military operations hidden deep within the underground machinations of the deep state are exposed. These operations harbour groundbreaking technologies that could revolutionise the world, liberating us from the shackles of oil and gas dependency. Prepare for a seismic shift as the grip of the elite cabal who profit from these finite resources is shattered. But that's not all. Brace yourself for the next chapter in the fight against human trafficking as Congress prepares to launch an all-out assault on this heinous industry. Epstein, J.P. Morgan, the Clintons and Biden are just a few names that will be dragged into the spotlight. The dark secrets of Pizzagate, once concealed by the CIA's mockingbird operations, will resurface. The time for truth and justice is at hand, exposing the sinister forces that have preyed upon our society for far too long. Stay tuned, for timing is everything. The stage is set for a dramatic unravelling where the powers that be will be held accountable. The truth will prevail and a new dawn is on the horizon. The next segment is Behind the Scenes Election Fraud 2020. Military coup is being pushed by white hats through social media networks. Panic in D.C. DNC. As the removal of Biden comes closer behind the scenes, black hats are trying to find a way to place a Democratic nominee for president as Biden removal is imminent. Kamala will not and cannot succeed as president because of her roots and U.S. laws. Right now, Trump is attacking DOJ for interference in the U.S. elections and pushing this subject hard for a reason. And several massive news outlets and social media top podcasts, such as Joe Rogan, are openly saying the 2020 U.S. elections were stolen and fraudulent. 
This is important as Rogan red pills 30 million of his US audience and has the biggest podcast in the world. I had stated back in 2021 that Joe Rogan would red pill the masses in time and his distance and disdain for Trump was an act. Now the past two years, Rogan has come out against Biden, exposing the vaccines, talking about the benefits of ivermectin and exposing Epstein, exposing Davos, going after Gates and now publicly acknowledging the 2020 elections were fixed. A wild storm is brewing as cocaine was found in the White House and Congress goes after the Biden admin to expose the truth. There are cameras in place through one of the most secured places in the world that is monitored. It's becoming clear whistleblowers are coming forward as the Biden admin collapses. Rats are going to jump ship and those in fear of becoming whistleblowers are going to come forward as the deep state DC collapses. What's really going on? David Wilcock is the source quoted for this segment, although the grammar is awful, actually. But anyway, as Biden is getting ready to be removed, someone on the inside, Mole, dropped the cocaine purposefully and the story was leaked intentionally and the Secret Service was stopped from killing the story from leaking. Now with Congress setting plans to go after Biden and the explosion of the cocaine story, another storm is brewing as Kevin McCarthy is likely to become president or far more interesting, Trump could be reinstated as a military coup is being exposed and McCarthy is in talks with Congress in procedures on how to bring election interference and US DOJ interference procedures into the public hearings. Three things could happen. McCarthy will step down and let Trump be voted in as House Speaker, which would allow him to be president, or McCarthy will be president for a while until the election is turned is overturned. Currently, SCOTUS is holding cards to overturn the elections and wants to reinstate Trump, but is waiting for the perfect time. And according to the law of war, the military law of war, 11.3, would occupy the US and take full control and after nine months give the power back to the rightful president, Donald J. Trump. We've had this speculation before, of course. Right now, there are whistleblowers in DOJ, CIA, three-letter agencies, CEOs of tech companies that do contract work for the biggest social media sites that are coming forward, including whistleblowers from the Biden admin. Panic in D.C., panic through the world and the deep state as the U.S. shift of power will affect all countries as their woke deep state militarized movements controlled by DNC, deep state CIA, DARPA, top elite companies will collapse including all the CIA MI6 projects controlling money laundering operations through hundreds of countries. When the deep state falls in the US, the rest of the world will follow. Trust the plan, the plan to save the world. Nothing is coincidence. Along similar lines, I'm going to cover two updates, which are email updates, so I don't actually have a link for these, from Assetti News. This is James Gilliland's organisation, and it's unusual for him to do two 
reports in a week, actually. This one is from July, it was actually July 10th, but I didn't receive it in the email until July 12th. Things are really heating up, literally. The sun is hammering away. Schumann resonance is all over the place. Strange influxes of energy entering the Earth's fields. UFOs are appearing globally with negative ETs and their craft falling from the skies. The weather patterns are crazy. We live in exciting times. According to the latest lamestream legacy media, is now saying the latest Biden polls are devastating. Democrat voters don't even like him. On, a, on the light side, the Bidens have done more to expose the extreme corruption throughout politics. Now the weaponized agencies can no longer cover for them. This has to be kabuki theater to wake up the critically thinking, research and morally impaired. The masks are all coming down soon. There is no more fence sitting. The worlds are moving further apart. Those on the upward spiral who choose to live a spiritual life in service, living in harmony with each other and nature, those aligned with universal law are manifesting that reality rapidly. Those who are on the downward spiral, choosing division, greed, self-service, disempowering others acting outside of universal law, are having their karma amplified and accelerated. Their world is collapsing. Nothing can remain. Hidden tyranny is not frequency specific to the Earth's ascension or the incoming energies from the higher dimensions. The planetary liberation from tyranny is a multidimensional event. That is why your skies are filled with ships. The cover-up is over. Disclosure will come from the skies, not through the military or politicians. Don't be distracted by the posers, shills and opportunists. At the risk of repeating myself, what is the military going to say? We have absolutely no control over our airspace. Negative ETs come and go as they please. They abduct our people, experiment on them, enslave some, and in worst case scenarios, use them as a food source. We did, however, get some cool technology from them in trade, and the politicians will just do what we tell them. By the way, sorry about all the deadly force to cover this up. I think that was him implying what the military would say. Ufology has always been a controlled narrative, more so now than ever. In the interest of national security, it is wise to align with the benevolent ones, come clean and allow them to assist. Things are moving so rapidly for some, it is hard to keep up. There is a constant letting go, releasing the past, trusting the divine plan. Many have asked, why is this taking so long? Now they are asking, how do I keep up? It's very important to get clear on where you are going and what you desire to experience. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Worry, fear, judgment are all forms of prayer. We live in an as-you-wish universe. We magnetise people and events to us according to our consciousness. This is not to dismiss all the evil and actions against universal law. We have to do our part in the awakening and healing process. The old saying, evil persists when good men and women do nothing, is as true today as it was in the past. Time to shed light on it. In these fast times, we are going to have to slow down, meditate, walk in nature, plant some trees and gardens, take your shoes off and recalibrate with the earth. 
We need to have a source of fresh water. Research and test it. Eat as close to nature as you can. Get away from processed foods. Find a practice like Yigong, Qigong, yoga. Do not get caught up in worship, especially externally. God, creator, great spirit is and has always been within. There are a lot of teachers seeking acceptance and approval, disempowering the individual. Work with those that empower you to make your own personal God, creator, great spirit connection and live according to universal law, universal peace, brother and sisterly love, individual freedom and prosperity for all is universal law. The multidimensional planetary liberators live by it. So that's a very different opinion or philosophy than uh, Ben Fulford has. He's calling out the new new ages, but you know we are going through a spiritual awakening, and this is a spiritual war. So I'm more inclined to go along with Jim James Gilliland's perspective on this. But that's not to say that Ben Fulford's information about what's going on globally isn't right, isn't accurate. So as always, use your own discernment, see what you resonate with and discard the rest. And then the next report is his normal monthly report. This is a SETI News, July 2023. There are so many topics to cover, it makes one's head spin. Things are manifesting so fast, it's hard to keep up. The sun is rapid firing flares, the Schumann resonance is spiking and the influx of consciousness and energy is bringing about mega change. The planetary liberation, awakening and healing process, some call ascension, is accelerating at a rapid pace. Social, economic and physical earth changes are the result. Then there are the man-made weather manipulations adding to the mix, harp and chemtrails. There are temporal multidimensional wars, weather wars and major social unrest along with other smaller wars the global elite are trying to escalate in their depopulation programs. World War Three is one of their agendas. As we watch the global elite press for world domination along with their political puppets and captured institutions, it will be increasingly apparent who is wearing the white hats. The grey hats have to choose. No one can stop what is coming. I took the time to watch the hearings about the weaponization of the agencies, the two-tiered justice system. I watched them evade the questions, double speak while knowing the jig is up. The majority of the Democrats had their noses so far up Christopher Ray's, but they could not see the obvious. They will be the first to whine when they are held accountable. Of course, they don't want to address the problem. It is weaponized in their favor. All they care about is power and control, projecting their traumas on others, taking no personal responsibility in their division games. They support the opposite of a democracy, yet they say democracy is in danger, an open display of doublespeak and hypocrisy. They firmly establish their ignorance and character during the hearings. By the way, we live in a republic, not a socially engineered mob rule democracy. Bottom line is the FBI engaged in extreme censorship, teaming up with the legacy and social media. They hid the Hunter and Wiener laptops and shielded Hillary, 
Hunter and Joe from a mountain of incriminating evidence, refusing to investigate or charge them with glaringly obvious crimes. They pressured lamestream and social media to censor anything critical of the present administration and its policies. We have been at the butt end of that one. They spent millions pulling out all the stops to imprison and take out Republicans and Conservatives, trampling on the Constitution. The January 6th arrests are a blatant example. To this day, those arrested are denied their constitutional rights in a blatant disregard of the present administration's oath of office. Many have not signed, notarised or have on record. They have also withheld exculpatory evidence which would exonerate them, as in the Sharman case. They will be held accountable in the very near future. Remember that little saying, what you do unto others will be done unto you. Universal law and the acceleration and amplification of karma will take care of this. Nowhere to hide. Can't win a game of hide-and-seek with the creator. Many are being consumed by their own guilt the ones with any soul left. The Sound of Freedom was a box office success, beating out the new Indiana Jones movie. Major corporations which owned the theatres did everything possible to interfere in the release, cancelling tickets, leaving the lights on while the movie was showing, setting off alarms, shutting off the air conditioners, all a complete fail. As I warned earlier, those involved in making the movie need to prepare for the backlash, character assassinations, gossip and rumours. Trust me, it comes with being authentic and going against the controlled narrative. Hollywood is saying there really is not a problem with child and sex trafficking, nor is there any satanic stroke Luciferian child sacrifice or rituals going on. Some of them own islands adjacent to Epstein Island. Top politicians have their islands as well. Top officials in the Just Us system are saying the numbers are way down in child and sex trafficking due to their efforts, just like the number of border crossings are very low, another blatantly obvious lie. Those affirming there is not a problem are most likely the ones involved in the problem. Some very big names are going to surface in the very near future. Research who owns islands and what goes on there might be a few up for sale shortly. As far as the new QFS monetary system and Nasara Jasara are concerned, if you ask 30 different people, you will get 30 different answers. This whack-a-mole game has been going on for centuries. All I can say is flip the effing switch. It is rumoured everything is in place. Nasara Jasara and the quantum financial system. This puts an end to the feds, which were never federal. The USA Inc. falls and we go back to constitutional law or common law. The end of tyranny. With the military in place, obviously things are very close. The military is the only answer. All civil remedies have been exhausted. The justice agencies have been captured. It would be wise to prepare on all levels, have a month's worth of food, access to clean water and do not depend on the ATMs, banks, power and internet grids. It could go smoothly in some areas while drastic in others. I wish to end on a positive note. Things will get crazy during the transition. 
It will become increasingly ugly and chaotic, which is the healing process. Then it will get increasingly good. A whole new world awaits us. It is our destiny to unite with the greater family of man-woman throughout the multiverse. They are here now in great numbers. Watch the skies. You might want to call them a division of God's army. Not all have harps and wings. They are removing the fallen ones. So some really positive notes there from James Gilliland of Assetti. And as he said, nothing can stop what is coming. And I think we're seeing this build and build up to a crescendo that will have incredible impacts on the deep state and return sovereignty to the people of the world. And always remember, you get what you focus on. So focus on what you want, not what you don't want. And just as another confirmation that the world is starting to stand up to these globalists and certainly some people within the European Union, such as Christine Anderson, who I'm going to cover something from her in a second, but also the Hungarian prime minister who is refusing to comply with the EU demands on migration and saying, no, he's not going to allow all these migrants into his country. And Good for him. And this was uh, an article from the Vigilant Fox on Substack, and it was published yesterday. MEP Christine Anderson issues stark warning to World Health Organization, we will bring you down. I must say, I love this woman. We are here today to tell you who globalitarian misanthropists. We are here today to tell you you picked this fight, you wanted this fight, Well, guess what? You've got it. Let's fight. Announced German MEP Christine Anderson during the Citizens Initiative Conference in Brussels. It is you who, World Health Organization, that is the small fringe minority, she continued. You are the ones who do not have the right to dictate to the people what they want and what they don't want. So take it from me, take it from the millions and millions of people around the world. We will bring you down and we will not tire until we have done just that. So brace yourselves. We are here and the fight is on. So let's have the fight. And there is actually a full transcript of this. I'm not going to go through it all, but you get the gist. As I want to cover something else before I get to the end of the show. This is a report from Forbidden Knowledge TV. Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano urges creation of anti-globalist alliance. And I've covered his um, documents before. He's written to President Trump while Trump was in office, warning against the globalist agenda, which, of course, ousted him in, in 2020, not surprisingly. Archbishop Carla Maria Vigano served as the Apostolic Nuncio to the United States from 2011 to 2016. He has since become a Vatican whistleblower, starting with the Vatican leaks scandal of 2012, exposing financial corruption and the blackmailing of homosexual clergy by individuals outside the church. In a 2018 letter, Vigano accused Pope Francis and other church leaders of covering up sexual abuse allegations against former Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, 
In recent years, he has railed against the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, which is identical to the United Nations Agenda 2030, urging a global response to this global threat in the creation of an anti-globalist alliance to free humanity from a totalitarian regime that brings together in itself the horrors of the worst dictatorships of all time. And it has a transcript of the video that's included in this article, and I'll go through as much as I can in the time left. Dear friends, for two years now we have been witnessing a global coup d'etat in which a financial and ideological elite has succeeded in seizing control of part of the national government, public and private institutions, the media, the judiciary, politicians and religious leaders. All of these, without distinction, have become enslaved to these new masters who ensure power, money and social affirmation to their accomplices. Fundamental rights, which up until yesterday were presented as invaluable, have been trampled underfoot in the name of an, quote, emergency. Today, a health emergency, tomorrow an ecological emergency, and after that, an internet emergency. This global coup d'etat deprives citizens of any possibility of defence, since the legislative, executive and judicial powers are accomplished in the violation of law, justice and the purpose for which they exist. It is a global coup d'etat because this criminal attack against citizens extends to the whole world with very rare exception. It is a world war where the enemies are all of us, even those who unwittingly have not yet understood the significance of what is happening. It is a war fought not with weapons but with illegitimate rules, wicked economic policies and intolerable limitations of natural rights. Supernatural organisations financing large measure by the conspirator of this crude attack are interfering in the government of individual nations and in the lives, relationships and health of billions of people. They are doing it for money, certainly, but even more so in order to centralise power so as to establish a planetary dictatorship. It is the great reset of the World Economic Forum, the Agenda 2030 of the United Nations. It is the plan of the New World Order in which a universal republic enslaves everyone and a religion of humanity cancels faith in Christ. In the face of this global coup d'etat, it is necessary to form an international anti-globalist alliance which gathers all those who want to oppose the dictatorship who have no intention of becoming slaves to a faceless power, who are not willing to cancel their own identity, their own individuality, their own religious faith. If the attack is global, the defence must also be global. I call upon rulers, politicians and religious leaders, intellectuals and all people of goodwill, inviting them to unite in an alliance that launches an anti-globalist manifesto, refuting point by point the errors and deviation of this dystopia of the new world order and proposing concrete alternatives for a political program inspired by the common good, the moral principles of Christianity, traditional values, the protection of life and the natural family, the protection of business and work, the promotion of education and research and respect for creation. 
This anti-globalist alliance will have to bring together the nations that intend to escape the infernal yoke of tyranny and affirm their own sovereignty, forming agreements of mutual collaboration with nations and people who share their principles and the common yearning for freedom, justice and goodness. It will have to denounce the crimes of the elite, identify those responsible denounce them to international tribunals and limit their excessive power and harmful influence. It will have to prevent the actions of the lobbies, above all by fighting against the corruption of state officials and those who work in the information industry, and by freezing the capital used to destabilise the social order. In nations where the government is subservient to the elite, they will be able to establish popular resistance movements and communities of national liberation, including representatives of all sectors of society who propose a radical reform of politics inspired by the common good and firmly opposed to the neo-Malthusian project of the globalist agenda. I invite all those who want to defend a traditional Christian society to meet together in an international forum to be able to be held as soon as possible, in which representatives of various nations come together to present a serious, concrete and clear proposal. My appeal is made to political leaders and to rulers who care about the good of their citizens, leaving aside your system of political parties and the logic imposed by a system enslaved to power and money. And I would like to say that I think this ought to be a global call, not just limited to the Christian religion, because in my view, and I know it's shared by many of the people who follow cosmic reality, is that, you know, religion is more uh, controlling. I always call it another form of government. And if this, is, if this is affecting the whole world, which of course we know it is, then we have to bring together people that aren't just of, uh, of the Christian religion. Otherwise, you're actually not incorporating the whole world. You're only incorporating a segment of the global community in what is a spiritual war, not a religious war. I'll just cover the last closing paragraphs. Let us found this anti-globalist alliance. Let us give. It is a simple and clear program and let us free humanity from a totalitarian regime that brings together in itself the horrors of the worst dictatorships of all time. If we continue to delay, if we do not understand the threat that looms over us all, if we do not react by organising ourselves into a firm and courageous resistance, this infernal regime that is establishing itself everywhere will not be able to be stopped. And may your mighty God assist us and protect us. So I think it's a worthy call. As I said, I wouldn't restrict it to purely Christian nations at all. There are other religions as well that are impacted by the globalist agenda and have a right to be involved in this. But I think, it, as I said, it's a worthy call, let's say. But I think it's happening anyway, to be honest. I mean, certainly the white hats behind the scene, I believe, are very active and are doing a lot of things that aren't in the public domain yet. So keep the faith, trust the plan. Nothing can stop what is coming. And uh, 
We're going to see amazing times to come very soon, I hope. So that's all I have time for this week. Thank you for listening. I hope you'll join me next week for another Cosmic Creating show. Thank you to Nancy Hopkins for producing and to Derek Condit of mysticalwares.com for sponsoring Cosmic Reality Radio. And so until next time, stay well, be safe and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw, updating current reality, a production of CosmicReality.com.